Uh, all right. Hello. Welcome back. Hey. Happy Tuesday, Sam. I'm so happy about it. You got Burger King. <laughs> that was big. You know, I, I needed lunch quickly, and I walk. Well, Noah and I, we live nearby each other, and I walk by this particular There's actually Burger a lot King. of fast food around here. I've noticed it, to be honest. There's, there's a McDonald's not there's far. There's a BK. We got a McDonald's. Five guys a right across the street. Of, um, Asian fried chicken. Is there's that, a KFC. Is that considered fast food? I guess it probably is, right? Fast like they'll casual, get a few quick probably. Enough. But uh, KFC I almost got is, some falafel KFC yesterday. KFC is fast food, right? Yeah, almost definitely. Yeah. Um, but no, what'd you good. get? What'd you I get? Got a um, bacon double cheeseburger. You hear, you hear that, BK? If you need someone to sponsor a sandwich, um, and I also got the Junior Chicken, which you would think by the name, keep in mind, a dollar, you would think by the name it'd be tiny. It was the right are you size. Are you a BK, not McDonald's guy? Or was it just I, a matter of convenience? <laughs> I, I certainly don't have an allegiance in the fast what food was game. It? How, <laughs> how, would you, how would you rate your, uh, your experience? Was it, a, was it a good BK relative to other BKs? Yeah, I mean, for one, I don't get BK very often. I'd say I probably get McDonald's more, but I mean, I was. Hungry. I've only had BK a handful of times yeah, in my life. Yeah, so I it was hungry. I passed it. Uh, it was affordable. I'm no longer hungry. It was good. Um, so it passed my test. But one, if to, you, one to ten. My scales are tough because five is average on my scale. Ten is, there, is, ten is, there is an hard adjustment given it's are you are you rating it on a fast food scale or is just an overall food scale? No, no, no. I'll rate it on the overall food scale. I mean, you know, fast food is food, just a category of it. So I'll, I'll say that was a solid seven and a half. Not bad. No, not bad. Pretty Slightly good. above average. But I mean, you got to keep in mind, I'm probably uh, adding a hunger bonus to that. So let's but just you, say but you left satisfied. Six. Yeah. But I mean, I, along the, the food lines um, and, and speaking about, you know, helping BK signs us, uh, let's talk about these Texas Roadhouse athletes. I mean, I, I'm, I to make a definitive statement. Texas Roadhouse has just signed seven college football players to its roster, um, and they are the first Texas Roadhouse the NIL. Yep, they're eating good. No what do, pun what do, intended. Do you think there's any 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 perks to that deal? Are they getting any any special sauce? If no, it doesn't no pun come, intended. If it doesn't come with unlimited meals at Texas Roadhouse, then they're failing. I thought it was Outback. Oh, you're right. Outback, Outback. Steakhouse. Yeah, it is Outback Steakhouse. But still, it probably I'm assuming can eat for free. You would hope. You yeah. would hope. Wherever there, are. I thought Outback was out of business, but I guess I'm wrong. We're also going to talk about, you know, Ben Simmons. There's some. There's some very new Ben Simmons drama as of today. Lane Kiffin got got a at, at the Tennessee that's, game. It's a good headline that leaves uh, <laughs> a lot of room for for filling in. Um, Jackson Mahomes kept kept doing his thing, dancing in places where he shouldn't. There's some some cool fanatics news. You know, we'll sprinkle in some some sports biz yeah, um, for, for you sports biz Jags, people. Jags won abroad. The Jags won. Yeah. First time in 20 weeks. Yeah. So which which one do we want to kick off with? Let's let's get into Ben Simmons. That seems like the most uh, prominent <laughs> issue at the moment. I think he should go on camera. Eventually, he'll have to speak to somebody, and I think he should do that AI. We talking about practice thing. <laughs> um, but you know, AIs wasn't as bad. So for those of you who don't know. Uh, Today at Sixers practice, Doc Rivers, coach the Sixers, asked Ben to participate in a defensive drill. Um, you know, you go to you're going to go. Um, I obviously have the defensive player of the year. Yeah, if you're going to go through the efforts of going to practice, which I'm assuming he only did as to not get fined, no pun intended or whatever, you got to at least make a half-assed effort to to participate. But either way, um, he asked him to participate. Ben says no. Doc Rivers asks him again to participate. Ben repeats his denial, um, and then he leaves. But he had been um, participating in the rest of practice, yes? 
Yeah, from I mean, I, obviously we weren't there, but you know, from the half-ass from the videos I saw, it looked like he was half-assing through some practice. What's his deal? I think he doesn't want to be there. I don't know. I, you know, I would do a lot of things. Is for he still with slightly uh, above minimum wage? Imagine his paycheck that he's like, ah, yeah, I don't want to do this. He's not with uh, the Kardashian anymore, right? She moved on to Devin Booker. I don't know, but if we wanted, I mean, the there might be some residuals to the curse. Uh, so to speak, and it might be uh, sprinkling its way into the Sixers organization. But I can't say I follow pop culture, but I'm going to go with no. Well, soon after practice, there's a an interview of Joel Embiid saying, uh, yeah, he does what he wants. I'm, I'm just here to make the team better. Jo- I don't think Joel wants him there either. I, I mean, dude, would you? I mean, I'd be pissed. Imagine some guy came to practice every day. Well, not only, not just some guy, an integral part on the, of the team on paper comes to practice, half-assing everything, Dude, and I'd then be just pissed like as leaves. Fuck. I'd be. I, imagine how pissed Doc is. He's probably like this fucking guy. Doc is like, if anything, Doc has got to be upset with, like, who's the who's the GM there now? Maury, Daryl Maury, I think. Right? Oh, he's left, the old Rockets guy, Rockets, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, he, I, anything, I'd be upset with him. Yeah. Like, dude, move this guy. He doesn't yeah. want to be here. What, what are we? What are we going to accomplish? If Doc. So, where, where did Doc come from before Clippers? Right. Doc was like the GM over in LA. He was like the GM, president, yeah. and coach. If he was that same situation in Philly, that dude would have been moved two months ago. But you know, would have would it been the right deal? I think. I don't know what Daryl Morey's trying to accomplish. I think that they are trying, in classic fashion, to fleece somebody. Not, not going to happen at this rate. Um, but yeah, that's that's that. I mean. Season starts today. I actually don't know it's, what it's, games it's, are playing. Uh, I think the so Celtics it, play tomorrow. Tonight we got Nets Bucks rematch of the the Eastern Conference semifinals. Semis, yep. Yeah, and then the other side, the other game, it, it's Warriors, late game. Lakers. It's Warriors Lakers. Yep. I'll be watching. I'll be tuned in. You were you were saying the Warriors are uh, they got the third best title odds? They're saying they do. Well, That's a little shocking. Well, um, I haven't to preface. I actually didn't see the odds. It's the percentage of people who bet on them to win the championship. Is okay, the so they're like the the third people's favorite. Yeah, they're the third people's favorite. Which, um, what do you think about that? I think. I mean, the Warriors are going to be good. I mean, Clay's fully healthy, right? Clay's back. They Wig- still have Wiggins. They got vaccinated Wiggins, who should be Curry is Curry, Draymond. Better. You know, I think. I mean, they're Wiseman's in his second season. Here's my season. thing, right? So obviously they haven't played together as a group in a while, but they are, you know, uh, two years older now. The those guys. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think th- by all means they're also the not nearly as. Oh, they'll make the playoff, but they're not nearly as deep. As those championship teams were. No, that was like their it, biggest no, strength. You look at their bench, it's like laughable. Yeah, they're, t- yeah. they're not good. Um, Fanatics just announced today that they're opening up a sports book and casino. So why don't you, I mean, for I guess those who don't know, tell us what Fanatics is. Fanatics is, they all, you know, they're, they're a pretty cool company, actually, because they seemingly have dominated this, uh, like, sports apparel mm. merch space for, like, almost 10 years now. Because what they did is they, like, just aggregated every... They basically just got permission to use every single professional team logo in the, on fucking planet Earth, yeah. and all now they just sell everything through their platform. Genius business model to me. And so, it, I mean, it's funny they're doing this um, casino thing because it's the same day. It just announced that um, New Jersey did a, a billion in bets in the month of September. So this space is gigantic. Fanatics has got to be... They got to be partnering with somebody, right? They got to be partnering with a casino. There's no way they just, on a whim, were like, we're going to hire 
all these tech people go get the licensing to be a gambling company. There's no way. I don't know. I guess details aren't out. I mean, that depends on what state you're in a lot of the times. Uh, sometimes you, you do have to partner with them. But no, I, I agree. They, there must be some some hidden business going on here. Plus, a lot of these states, too, you know, they, they trust the branding of these casinos that, or whatever. But, I mean, everybody's getting in the, the gambling biz, I think. What what uh, what sports company do you think is going to get in on it next? Is it well, going to be um, ESPN. Spalding? ESPN has their their name up for bid. Yeah, they yeah. said they'll what they'll take I think three billion or one billion. Yeah. If a if a um, already established gambling company wants to just buy their name and operate as the ESPN sportsbook, they would allow it. De- sounds like desperation. <laughs> Those to me. guys are down bad. Yeah, yeah they. They're run. They're running out of options. Even, I mean, like, seems like a pretty good deal to me. Kind of an aside. It's like, that like would just be take. like you. That'd be like the Barstool Sports, but you'd automatically have all these people who play ESPN Fantasy or whatever it may be. There's, you know, they'll fucking top. Yeah, of the I mean, sports if anything, book. you almost uh, build a white label app and go raise a billion bucks with the sole uh, purpose of buying ESPN's name. Talk about a pitch. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe we should pivot. Yeah. Um, but no, ESPN's product in general, I think, is going downhill. First Their take's not super suck. funny anymore. Their app kind of <clears throat> sucks. I don't watch Sports Center. Why would I? Um, like, imagine sitting in front of the, your TV. The best, the best part about ESPN now is, uh, is, is the Manning brothers. Yeah, that, that stuff actually is pretty they, funny. They know it's very entertaining. Yeah. I've never watched the whole thing, but the clips I've seen are great. Yeah, Monday uh, Night Football. So you know, on the on the same football line, Jacksonville. Um, like you said earlier, they just got their first win in uh, two years. They won games, but who'd they beat? In in uh, London, I think they beat the Jets. No, they didn't play the Jets. The Dolphins. They defeated the Dolphins by a field goal. Jacksonville beats the Dolphins. First um, win in twenty games. I the Dolphins suck. Yeah, I don't know how they are. I mean, they were supposed to be like they were almost a playoff team last year. Now they are terrible. I mean, Tua was out for a couple weeks, but they are bad. What do you think? Um, I want to I want to talk about Jacksonville. But why do you think that is? I think um, at least I mean I'm sure it happens in most sports that uh, it's hard to be consistently good. But I feel like that's more prevalent in football. Why do you think teams drop off between uh, you know last season and this season? And like why is it hard to sustain success? So I think a part of it is like so you get a new head coach in the first year. The coach typically struggles because they have to teach their system to these guys, right? They got a, they had need a year for everyone to get acquainted with the system. Mm. And then in year two, they generally have, if not a significant increase in success, at least a somewhat noticeable yeah, increase in success. More people are familiar with the system. They bring on guys who they want, you know. Exactly. You can, like, coach up your guys and bring in some new pieces. But then in the third year, and this kind of happened with Sean McVay with the Rams, mm-hmm. right? And it kind of happened with, and I think it's happening with Brian Flores and the Dolphins. Is that like with the Rams, they had an okay first year with Jared Goff. He got his guy te- teaching the system year two. They're unbelievable, best offense in the league. They go to Super Bowl lose. And then in year three, the rest of the league picks up on what this coach and this team are trying to do. Mm-hmm. And now, like, obviously, you have a year, two years now of their tape, mm. and you now know how to stop this yeah. now that's, so that's, somewhat that's good team. That's probably what it is. That's probably what it is. They figure out how to stop these guys. They, you're not, you, as a coach, you're failing to adapt or you're adapting in predictable ways that they've seen before. Yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, the Dolphins, the Dolphins shouldn't even have a win. The only win they have is that BS one against the Pats when Damian Harris fumbled on the one yard line. So they're not good. And if you lose the Jaguars, I think the Jaguars are on the the upswing, though. No. In fact, I actually still consider them winless until they win on American soil. No, that's fair. What do you think of the London game situation? What are your thoughts on that? 
I think it's cool. I mean, I think it's funny that they send kind of two garbage teams out there. Yeah, when are they going <laughs> to send like good teams? I, you I know don't what's going to Teams want to go there. It's it's almost like a it's like a kiss of fate. If they throw the London game on your schedule, you're like fuck. I yeah, guess, we're not, yeah, I guess, we, I guess like, we're not making the yeah, playoffs, like, yeah, we, guys. We fucking suck this season, huh, guys? Um, they should bring back the. Uh, what are they used to playing? Like Mexico City or something? Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Pat's played down there one I year. I mean, I think my take on the London games. I'm sure the London fans find it quite enjoyable um, to an extent. There are a now, lot. There's a lot of football, American football fans yeah, out there. It's a it's a cool thing to see. Um, the product obviously isn't great, but honestly, the past few weeks they were both good games. They were close They've games. Been, you know, London uh, because the Jags are so perennially bad. Um, that's because the and the NFL keeps sending them to to London because they're so perennially bad. Is there is a large Jaguar fan base out there. Wow, that's like that's like the team in London. Maybe Jaguars. they'll do uh, what the the Rays are about to do, where the Rays are going to split their time in Montreal and Tampa Bay. Maybe, I mean, at least maybe that's the, the Jags same time play zone. a few games over in London just because. That'd be nuts. You know, there's like a um, there's like a full on like NFL scouting shop. In, in the UK now. Mm. They try to, like, scout talent and, like, try to make them ready for the NFL. I don't think there's, like... I think all the guys are on, like, practice squads, yeah. but... I mean, what they should do is... I mean, they shouldn't do this at all, but you know how they select a team to do hard knocks? So it's not the NFL that selects a team, but, like, a team ends up doing hard knocks. They should uh, have a team go out to the uh, UK and the rest of Europe and play a series of games against their best players. Preseason showcase, put on your bench, guys. Who the fuck cares? But I think, to me, that's more easy to play in several arenas than to do just one big game. But obviously, those people want to see a good product. How do you think, like, kids in, in the UK are learning about football? The internet. You think? Yeah. And then, like, do they, like, um, I guess what I'm really asking is what, I know the whole, like, sports culture around schools is very different in the UK, but I imagine it's very difficult to learn the sport of football and, like, go play it. Yeah, I mean, I, I have no clue where one would go find an American football team out there to play. Um, well, football really is, is, is really unique in the sense where, like, it's kind of the only sport that is so like, centralized in America. Yeah. Like, it is so overly, like, it's, like, by far, not by far, but, like, it's pretty significantly the biggest sport in America, yet it's, like, you don't play it anywhere else except maybe Canada. Yeah, I mean, I think part of that, too, is, like, you need a lot of people who are willing to play and know the rules. Like, you, like it's not like it basketball. Is a, it is a 50-man team. Yeah, you need to get, like, a shit ton of people who are very good at a bunch of different things, but... I mean, I'm sure they enjoy that product over there. Uh, they got to see a good game. I, mean, I was hoping, it's, I forget, I was, we were watching the game over at my apartment, and somebody had said that even the cheering sounded different. It sounded like a British crowd cheering. Um, it was well, more in rhythm, I think. So the, so, so the Red Sox played the Yankees at, in London two years ago, and I talked to some people who went to the game, and they were saying, like, the concessions is, like, completely different like you just buy like pitchers of beer and people walk around like you have these like instead of them bringing around like cans or hot dogs they bring around like bottles of nice beer really and like just like very well, like what are, what are people munching they bring on, around though? like ice cream and like um like strawberry shortcake in the stands oh, it's like shit. all just like very different well, there's no hot there's no uh well obviously there's probably no there's, hot dogs there's no like, like there's no ballpark food you couldn't get like Unless they were, unless they were just putting their best foot forward for, no, no, for that, the Americans, that that could be it. I mean, but yeah, I could see that. Do you think um, 
what is it, Wimbledon that, that happens over there? What do you think they serve over at Wimbledon? Oh, it's very high class. Really? Very high class. Probably all I'm time. Look that up right now. I would love to go to Wimbledon or even the U.S. Open, French the Open, US Open Australian is, is very Open. Nice. It's like on a tour of it all. The U.S. Open, the tennis tournaments are a lot of fun, dude. Yeah. I mean, I've never been, but it's kind of like um the the uh, the horse shit that we go to uh, Travers, right? Where you you get all done to the nines. So yeah. so the big food traditions at at Wimbledon are let me see. So champagne, everyone drinks champagne at Wimbledon. Good. So no beer is not beer is non-existent. Strawberries and cream, um, delicate ripe strawberries served with a splash of cream, not even whipped cream. It's just cream. Interesting. Pim's cup, which is which is. Um, do you want to guess what it is? Jeez, um, can you give me a food category? Like, is there? It's a drink. Pim's what? Pim's cup. Root beer. <laughs> so it is a gin-based cocktail with ginger ale, cucumbers, and a sprig of mint. I was at, my serious guess would have been ginger ale, actually. They have they have tea there, a lot of tea with scones. Do these people not eat though? Oh, like, look at this the the Gravlox crostini. What is, what is look that? Look at that. Is that fish? It's like a a piece of bread with some some salmon on there. Wow. Tea sandwiches, which are just little like finger foods. Quiche, a lot you, of you quiche. Actually, um, you know what, uh, what's funny, actually, though, about that is um, portion sizes here are significantly larger Massive. than portion sizes everywhere else. You know what I mean? So it's like uh, over in London you're, or whatever, you're watching these, these games, you're probably getting a nice, you know, spite size type of thing. Where over here, they're giving you a fat basket I mean, of fries. If you think about it, there's no reason I should be trying to get stuffed. At a sporting event. True. Seriously. Like, that's no way to, like, relax. Yeah. <laughs> You're, like, uncomfortably full. Just, like, yeah, I, I just dog this whole bucket of yeah. nuggets they gave like, me. What the hell? $13. But, um, going back to American football mm. um, and in a little bit of food, Lane Kiffin, um, the Ole Miss head coach, former Tennessee head coach, did not have a uh, a good time going back to his his old stomping you, ground. You must heard what they said happened to him. <laughs> good one, good one. Um, did you write that down before? No, I just real quick, real quick. Um, they were they were throwing or okay, so they were throwing mustard packets, which mm. is I guess typical. You know, that's something in abundance at a, at a venue. Yeah. But then they start throwing golf balls. At it's part plane. of the course. It's part of the course. That's another one. That's where another the, one. Where, oh, <laughs> where the hell are they getting golf balls? They they coming in like oh Lane's here I'm 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 bringing my my six pack of How golf balls. How do you think balls. they coordinate that? Like is it one group of mis mischievous folks who say this is what we're gonna do? From the videos, it looked like a like whole section. Wow, just came fully loaded, and they were launching them at him. Yeah, I mean, I think I want to say uh, Ole Miss won the game. Imagine getting nailed by a golf ball at work. <laughs> that has nothing in, in your nothing place to of do work. with the golf. Um, and, and it's it's smeared in mustard. Back in the 2000s, he was the head coach of Tennessee. So there's some bad blood between him and the fans. Um, in the fourth quarter, a ten- Tennessee was down. They needed to convert a fourth and 24. Um, the Tennessee player caught the ball right at the line to gain. The refs went to review it. After it was ruled short... Of the first down, Tennessee fans threw bottles, beer cans, golf balls, and mustard balls, mustard bottles at Lane Kiffin. Also, while he was being escorted off the field, he caught a fan's dip cup and threw his visor at him. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
Good old Lane. That's that's electric. Um, what what would be your item of choice to throw at a game? Is it something that's readily available? Do you pack it beforehand? I don't know. I'd have to be like some kind of. I'd have to be in some mood to pack something beforehand. I, I feel like the go-to, and it would be funnier if they did this. Tomatoes. Tomatoes are funny. That would yeah. have been. That tomatoes are like hilarious. They should have launched tomatoes at them. But um, no, yeah, that'd be. I, I can't say poor guy. Like I said, I think that comes with the territory, right? Uh, you know, don't leave a school with you know, bad blood. You know who was deserving of that? Jackson Mahomes. He was out there begging to get stuff thrown out. Yeah, I mean, well, let's, I guess let's backpedal on the whole Sean Taylor thing, right? So the, the Washington football team, hilarious name, decided to, uh, out of the blue, really, I'm assuming as a cover-up for all the bad news that came out last week, decide to retire Sean Taylor's jersey. No ceremony. It really was out of the blue. They just, like, gated off a small area of the field as, yeah, like, a it, memorial. It had, it had nothing ceremonial about it. Owner came out in a hoodie. Like, nothing would tell you it was like they're doing it big. But either way... And, you know, you would think they would have done this sooner. He's like, the what, the best, one of the best safeties of all time, Hall of Famer. Yeah. He's a Hall of Famer, right? Uh, Well, I'm sure they put him in posthumously at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, but (coughs) But Jay Mahomes dancing? I can't believe, like, Jackson, there's no way Patrick Mahomes, like, is, like, happy that this is his brother. (laughs) That he's just... He's uh, equally as famous for dance moves while while Pat's making cross field throws on the move. Yeah, like Pat's out there making what's his contract two hundred fifty million dollars to be an artist on the football field, and his brother is up in the up in the executive box just making a mockery. <laughs> just making no, no, that's making content. He's yeah, no, he's con- he's I mean, con- I, I don't have millions of followers on no. TikTok yet. Well, I mean, I don't know, but who who do you think is his audience? Who watches dance videos on TikTok? I, actually, backing up again, I was always under the impression early on that was all that TikTok was. That is, Clearly, that is I was the, incorrect. That is what a lot of people think before you know getting getting on the platform. But it's great, you know. There's a lot of a lot of cool stuff well, but, on there. But who's watching the the dance videos? I don't know. You know, I'm under the impression that he gets so popular, like. When I see him dancing on there, I get sucked into watching the whole thing. You like with uh, I, it's like <laughs> what's, I, what's your what's your facial expression? I'm like, eh. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like what am I? It's like almost like anger boiling up in me. And but you, you watch nonetheless. I'm they've, feeding the algorithm. They've got you in the vortex. I know they've 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 got me watching. I'm sending it to people. All of a sudden, now it's now it's just getting thrown around even more. All that's uh, but what they say about publicity. You know, all all publicity is good publicity. All right. Once you're in there, you, there's no escape. Um, but you know, uh, one one other thing too, uh, Coach O. Him and uh, LSU agreed their parting ways. Really, at, I didn't know that. The end of uh, 2022. I guess they, they're going to be going separate ways. I mean, and surely he stays in college, I imagine. Or, I mean, if... I, That's I mean, a guy who can't coach. He, 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 he won't coach the NFL. No, he's not I, a shot. I think, I, honestly, when you're a big personality guy, you got to stay in college. Like, big personality guys don't do the NFL. I mean, dude, I mean, if you look at any of these NFL head coaches, who of them have big personalities? You know who did? John Gruden. Now look, look, now, look, now look where that got him. McVay was cool, at least when he was like young, and, or not young, but when he was fresh to the scene, he was pretty cool. He yeah, like but, I mean, he he's a, but he's also just like your normal yeah, young a football coach. guy. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, if you if you got some chutzpah, you got to stay down in college. Um, but I guess another retirement Where you can really news, express yourself. Um, Greg Popovich, the Spurs are preparing for him to step down in the next they, year or two. They've been saying that for the last three, four years. Yeah, you know, I, I don't. If maybe it's just because I'm, maybe I'm inherently less inclined to do work. But I would be so happy to be done. But obviously, that becomes part of their identity, I'm sure. And you don't want to just abruptly leave. But I mean, Pop has got to be pushing. 60, right? 65? Is he older than that? Dude, he's like in his 70s. No way. Pop he doesn't look that old. Be. Dude, he looks so old. He was like 40 when he started coaching. Greg Popovich is, yeah, he was born in 1949. Wow. He's 72. That's nuts. He looks it. <clears throat> I don't think he looks it. He looks like he's in his mid-60s. He, uh, you know, I'm um, looking at his career history wow, now. I, I didn't know guy. this. He coached for seven years at... Pomona Pitzer. Air Force. Never never heard of them, but I'm you sure know, we that's have their... A, we have an intern at Pomona Pitzer. Do we actually? Yeah. Oh, shit. I guess that's their uh, claim to fame, huh? Greg Popovich, and they have a real-time intern. He Okay. He was there for one year. Oh, no. He was there for no, one seven, stint, and then, and then, then he, he went left, back. Yeah. yeah. But huh. um, I guess, uh, you know, to that... Uh, another, another thing that I think was pretty interesting, although this has little to do with uh, sports per se... Um, but you know, some news in the, the business tech world, uh, Instacart just bought Caper AI, uh, for 350 million. What the million. hell is that? So is that Caper.ai? Uh, I bet that's what their website is. Cause that's the cool thing to do. Everybody's going for a, for a dot AI, dot IO, Everybody thought dev. we were crazy when we went dot IO, but I think we were trendy is what we yeah, were. Yeah, we, we were first movers. Um, but no, Caper.io or Caper AI or whatever. Uh, this is what it is. Uh, you're, you're a grocery shopper, so this is something I that shop, might apply yeah, like, to you. Like maybe close to 100% of the U.S. population. 99.9. Be, <laughs> be, be respectful. Some of us don't do that. Um, but a uh, shopping cart with a touchscreen display on it. And I think the touchscreen display shows what you put in your cart. The camera, or sorry, the cart has cameras and sensors. And so that when you drop shit in your cart, it sees, you know, the weight of it and it knows what item it is. And then you just put in your credit card on your way out and you don't have to wait in line. You don't have to talk to anybody. You're just in and out. Where, where do I get bags? Wow. You think they thought about that? <laughs> I think I, mean, I, I, think think I just so. poked a hole in their whole business model. Um, yeah, but these days everybody's everybody's bring, everybody's, the everybody's bringing bags yeah. these days. Anyway, I got to buy some reusable. It's bags. kind of the way to do it, though. I yeah. think. I, I mean, mean, you know, you look. I mean, I dude, I waste all these paper bags, precious dollars and cents. That in my whole life, I've that. probably spent close to a thousand dollars on ten cent bags. But Instacart, in my opinion, is pretty cool um, compared to some of those other delivery apps. In that. Um, like, for example, let's say I wanted to DoorDash or Grubhub that Burger King that I got earlier, right? Because, I'm, you know, I live a 10-minute walk away, but I didn't want to walk. It's getting chilly, whatever the case may be. What cost me $4 probably would have been in the 15 to 16 range, yeah. realistically, right? So you, you're tacked on with the delivery fee, the tip, the processing. It, it lists just and because lists you were lazy. Just, exactly. And obviously, um, one point that Noah and I were talking about earlier was that clearly the target audience for those apps are people with a lot of disposable income and the willing, I don't want to say laziness, but the willingness to rather shed that money to save them time. It's a time-saving piece at the end of the day. But I feel like Instacart has it going because groceries are already expensive, right? right? So nobody's going to flinch at having to go from paying 60 to 80. They're going to be like, well, I was already going to spend a bunch anyway, and now it's delivered to me. Whereas, like, I'll go walk for to save 12 bucks on a sandwich or two. You know, I'm so I'm actually an Instacart, so are you an Instacart employee yeah. technically 
I'm a, Don't let I'm them a, hear I'm that. A, I'm a driver. Um, but I guess it's my one thing about if I would ever order Instacart, and maybe, again, if I had more money, I would do it. I don't like, I don't love the idea of somebody else, like, picking things for me. It's one thing if I was, like, just having someone do, like, canned goods, cereal, some snacks. Mm. But, like, I don't know. I kind of like to, like, pick my own vegetables you, and you stuff. You know what they should do? Here's a, the, the Sammy D idea of the day. Instacart and grocery stores across America. Put cameras everywhere. Make it online accessible so I can see all the apples, all the bananas. And then when I order something, click. I want to click the banana that I want. And then they to will know slow it down. to take that one. It would slow it down. <laughs> Go take that specific. Imagine. Uh, you know, That'd I, be such I, a pain done, in the ass. So Instacart, for those of you who don't know, when you're the person picking it up, they're actually pretty good about telling you what you need to get. You scan the item real quick. It checks it Most off Most of the time, list. they'll tell you where it is in the store. Imagine you're you, uh, in the banana example. You scan a thing of bananas. And it's like, no, that's not the right one that they asked for. <laughs> and you, you keep scanning them. You, just, you can't get it. Next, about a it's pain too brown, point. too brown, too green. You know? Talking about all these brands, we're, we're fishing. Hey, we're yep. waiting until somebody at one of these companies hears us talk about it. And, then and you know, or if you are our TikTok viewers or, or podcast listeners happen to have a brand that you enjoy and would like us to talk about and get in touch with, you know, we'd, we'd obviously love that as well. Um, Instacart, and, drop a comment. Yeah. And, um, you know, for those of you in the business game, the design game, look at my pants. They just don't fit. Right, I'm a tall guy, rather slender, and sure, I could go out and get some nice fitting pants, but boy, is that process not as easy as it should be. So somebody <laughs> think on that and get me some some good, nice fitting pants. And I guess until then, we'll we'll chat again, right, Noah? No, well, let's hit one more thing. Oh, okay, shit. Rewind. We're back. The two there's two digs in the league. Okay, you've got Stefan, who made his, a name for himself, his cousin, formerly with the Vikings, mm. now with the Bills. Huge season last mm. year. And then you've got Trayvon Diggs with the Cowboys, cornerback. And naturally, you know, there's kind of a – people who play cornerback just couldn't catch, right? And that's Whoa. why they're playing quarterback. You know, yeah, I, I guess. But, you know, so in, in theory, you'd think that Stefan is the golden boy. He's the handsy one. All pro wide receiver mm. with the Bills catching balls from Josh Allen. But this year, Diggs is having – I mean <laughs> – Stefan is having a little bit of a down year, so much so to the fact that Trayvon has more touchdowns on pick sixes. Was and Trayvon, two, two, three? I think he's got three. Wow. And he's having this breakout year. You know, it goes back to the, the piece about sustained success. I mean, just as easy as it is to figure out these players, or sorry, these teams, it's, it's just as easy to figure out these players. Right I place guess. at the right time. Yeah. Hey. And, you're, and you're a Cowboys fan. Me? <laughs> Chill out here. Uh, it's actually, uh, it's funny too. Um, I was working, uh, I was at a bar um, this Sunday, and the boys were playing the Pats, obviously. A lot of Cowboys fans just everywhere. It's like, dude, some guy walked in, I shit you not. It's like how there's L.A. fans everywhere, New York fans over there. Well, hear me out. This, it was almost like a caricature of a person. This guy was wearing a New York hat with a Lakers jersey watching the Cowboys, like cheering for the Cowboys. Wow. I, I should have recorded it. It was He's, uh, he certainly um, knows how to pick them. No, hey, I mean you know that, that's a that's a certain type of fan, right? You know that you're into winning teams or whatever. But um, I guess I guess to my point, you know, it'd be cool to see the Cowboys doing well. They're doing well so far. I mean, I think 
they're a team that is cool to see do well. It doesn't, like, for example, when the Knicks suck, it doesn't make sense. When the Lakers suck, it doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Like, when the Cowboys suck, it almost really doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? That's not a team that should be picking highly in the draft. No, you're right. Um, One more thing. What do you think about people who are, like, only fans of good teams? I think they don't have an appetite for downturns. I think that they are not comfortable. They, maybe they don't have the mental fortitude well, here's to my stick thing. by like, a team that sucks. Like if you were in from some state in the middle of nowhere, Montana, and you got there, there's no professional sports teams in fucking Montana. Yeah, exactly. Do you pick a winner? I think yes, because if anything else, you got to concoct a backstory. You've, you've got to be entertained. Yeah, I mean, no, I think you just nailed it. I think mo- maybe that's where all the Cowboys fans are. Also, what I what I gather what happens is. Since there's no local sports to be had, they only see the national they, games. Exactly, and then you know you just you become a fan of the team who's winning. You know that goes back to uh, this: the future league will launch with relegation in the U.S. The sports are are under the hat, but we will have a team in Montana, South uh, Dakota, yeah. North Dakota, in all the all the markets, um, Maine. And you know it'll be exciting because uh, I'm not sure how season one will do because you have to figure out how teams will be relegated. But eventually, you could have a small team in you know Iowa. Uh, taking on the big wigs in the you know New York City, and that's just that's just how the cookie crumbles. You're not good enough. You get sent down. You get sent down. One of these days, we'll we'll get the we'll get the Miami Marlins sent down to where they belong. Where's that? The AAA? Somewhere like that. I I mean I don't know much about baseball per se, admittedly, but I I think it um is it is it Seattle or is it Miami that like they always send people to the Sox? Or the sorry, the the Yankees isn't it like Jeter and them? Or is that Jeter who owns that? Or A-Rod? oh, Miami is very good at like just pipelining people to other teams. Yeah, because they just like have no care for being good. Although they were really good in the early two thousands. So. Well, I mean, I think it's a it's a strong business decision that if people don't actually care about you being good, there's really no incentive to you being good. Unless yeah, but you, it's about morals. It's about more than it's that. It's about pride. What are you, you, know? what are you, what are you here to do? You know, <clears throat> at the end of the day, I think what they how they sleep at night is saying, hey, we might not have the best professionals, but we have professionals nonetheless. If they can't <laughs> put go. it together, nobody can. Facts. All right. That's We Miss Sports. Yep. We'll, we'll chit-chat soon. Uh, stay tuned for some important updates in the coming weeks. Have a good one, everybody.